Attorney Steve Vondren, we're back. Thank you for joining Vondren Legal Hour. And we are talking today about California Civil Code Section 2924.19. Is this exciting or what? Thank you for tuning in. It's exciting to me. I think it's really interesting. So I welcome you to the Vondren Legal Hour. Let's talk about this this, uh, code section here in California. We're licensed practice law in California and Arizona, civil litigation firm. And this is general legal information only, not legal advice, okay? Um, So we're talking about homeowners, homeowners trying to save their homes, um, homeowners in the foreclosure process, and you end up in this big maze half the time trying to work out a loan modification, working with your servicer, trying to get something done and nothing seems to get get done. Uh, Sometimes you feel like you're being dual tracked. That's where you're basically being told, you're being reviewed, but they're also recording notices of default, notices of sale, things like that. And you're just beside yourself. Sometimes it's your your crown jewel, your family home. Lots of times people have lived in their homes for, for years, sometimes two, three decades. And this comes as a, as a very, very stressful moment for a lot of people. So California enacted, as we've talked about in other videos and, and podcasts and whatnot, California enacted the California Homeowners Bill of Rights. Let's say that again, California Homeowners Bill of Rights to give California homeowners certain rights when they're in the loan modification process. Those rights in basic are not to be dual tracked so that you're not being told that you're being reviewed while also being foreclosed on basically with a notice of default, notice of sale and pushing you toward a trustee sale date, okay? So you have a right not to be dual tracked. Also when you're in the modification process, and you've submitted a complete loan modification package, and complete can be a fuzzy word sometimes, and we'll talk about that on other shows, but but a completed loan modification package, you are entitled to a single point of contact, a team or a, a person that will handle you while you go through the modification process. You're also entitled to be free from robo-signing and false documents, uh, falsely recorded documents, Documents that are not in your documents in your chain of title that are not accurate and complete, and basically not supported by reliable and substantiated evidence, and where the authority to foreclose is not substantiated. So you do have some rights in the process. We're talking about the California Civil Code. What happens if these rights are breached? And these are just some of your rights. It's not an exclusive list of all the rights under the California Homeowner Bill of Rights. But that's um, the what I would call the main ones. But there are other ones. Um, but anyway, so so what happens if one of these things happen? One of these three things. Well, California Civil Code Section twenty nine twenty four point nineteen talks about material violations of the California Homeowner Bill of Rights. Now, again, this is going to be another issue that's going to get litigated to clarify what exactly a material violation of this law is. So that is something that's going to be litigated. But suffice it to say, some of these uh, main ones that I talked about are probably, and I can't imagine that they wouldn't be deemed material, but we'll, we'll soon find out. But the dual tracking provision, you know, the, um, the 2923.5 um, reach out where the, the service is required to reach out to you prior to recording a notice of default to give you a chance to have your your financials reviewed and give you a chan- chance at that loan mod. So um, so, so that's one of the things, the 2923.5, the 
18, the 29-24.17, the dual tracking and the robo-signing. As I mentioned, these things to me are, are material violations. We'll find out if they are or they aren't. But what happens? So this code section says if you if you have a material violation, it's pre-sales, before your sale occurs, your remedy is to go seek an injunction and seek your attorney fees. Now there have been, um, and we're going to report on some of these cases coming out, but there have been cases where an injunction has been granted and a, the attorney has immediately applied for the uh, attorney fee award. And we have at least one case where that's been granted. So, so just when and, and how you're entitled to attorney fee awards, that's another issue that's going to be litigated. Um, can you get it after you get a TRO? Can you get attorney fees? Can you get it after the preliminary injunction issues? Do you have to wait till the end of the case and prove you're the winner? So those are some issues that are going to be litigated and we're going to find out what happens. Now, if it's post-sale, if the foreclosure sale has already occurred, as we tell everybody, you're in a much more difficult position because the title has, in most cases, transferred. There's a new owner. If it goes to a third party, that's always a, a difficult, very difficult situation, especially if they're considered bona fide purchasers for value, BFPs, meaning they had no notice of your claims or defenses. Before a foreclosure sale, lots of times the courts are going to fight to protect that innocent purchaser who paid paid value. So um, that's that's just a general consideration. So if it's before sale, you're going to seek an injunction. If it's after sale, you're looking at, for the most part, a damages case unless you can find grounds to set aside the foreclosure. Now, there are different cases we've talked about, like the Glaskey case, the wrongful initiation of foreclosure, um, you know, po tardy assignments to the de tardy assignments of the deed of trust to the securitized loan um, trustee. All these things, are lots of different things to look at. So that, that stresses the importance of having your case reviewed by a real estate lawyer. Now we've said this before uh, a bunch of times. If you're facing foreclosure, if you get a notice of default, that's the time you want to get real estate counsel involved. Okay, so that's that's a good time to pick up the phone and say, hey, I just need to review my rights. We do have some letters we can send out on behalf of the, the borrower that are some, some legal items that you're entitled to to sort of ferret out some of these issues. Okay, so, but yeah, that's the generals of 2922.14. And I just want to make you aware of that uh, there's damages as far as detriment, various detriment that's been caused. That's going to be part of a litigatable issues that pop out. Um, also, where you have robo-signing and you have basically, uh, the way I look at that clause is, you know, several different little subsections, you know, uh, accurate and complete documents, competent and reliable evidence, and substantiating the default. These are some very important issues that needs to be looked at because you'll find in a lot of cases where you just are very unclear who owns this loan and who has the right to initiate the foreclosure. You ask, you ask them for evidence or you have conflicting evidence and it's just not provided to you. So you do have to have those uh, good practices to have those examined if you're, if you're fighting your servicer and it looks like they're not going in the right direction. Um, those are some things you want to look at. So uh, also if you can show intentional, willful, reckless misconduct, you can seek triple or treble your actual damages, triple or treble. 
same thing, um, or $50,000 in statutory damages. So, so th again, those are going to be lit litigatable issues. Um, what's it take? What are the standards to to um, seek those amounts, trouble, trouble your actual damages, 50000 statutory? Those are things that are going to unwind in the courts, and we'll find out. Um, who's potentially liable under the California Homeowner Bill of Rights, Section 2924.19? You're basically your servicer, your beneficiary. That's the person um, that owns your loan that's entitled to the payments. Um, also potentially called the obligee, depending on who you talk to. And they're authorized agents. So any of those three parties can be held liable under the California Homeowner Bill of Rights under the section 2924.19. So this is just a general overview. Um, if you have specific questions, give us a call. We can be reached at 877-276-5084. One more time, a little slow today, it's Saturday, 877-276-5084, or find us on the web at foreclosurewarrior.com. That's foreclosurewarrior.com. Attorney Steve out. Have a great day. We will talk to you again.